stop bullying and shouting at the lower orders? Never! There's only one way to win a campaign. Shout, shout and shout again. This is Shot and Shield. Listening in Lyon, France, Providence, Rhode Island, and Lisbon, Portugal, this is a special edition of Shot and Shield, a podcast dedicated to 19th century wargaming and history, a program meant to be heard while you're painting your miniatures and building your terrain. I am your host, the Grand Duke Scott of the Duchy of Florida. Remember, it's just the same here as anywhere else in the world. Everything has a price. So pay your money and don't expect any free samples. Remember, Shot and Shield is brought to you by Dr. Harold's Miniatures and Collectibles. And all this month, the month of October in 2023, you can save 20% on your purchase at Dr. Harold's with the promo code SHOT20. S-H-O-T-20. Visit drherald.myshopify.com, place your order, and use the promo code SHOT20 to get 20% off of your purchase. In this episode, this bonus episode, I continue with my October review revolution and 10 reviews that shook the world. And in today's bonus podcast, I'm going to be looking at a board game called Revolution of 1828, a game based on the battle for the U.S. presidency between Aaron Burr and Andrew Jackson. I'm going to be uh, looking at the 1953 Rock Hudson Classic Seminole. And a game in Apple Play called Colonies at War. Before I get into the bonus episode, I have a couple of things for us. Firstly, it was announced that friend of the podcast, Gary and his wife, are expecting their first uh, little war gamer. So please join me in congratulating them. Uh, And now, Gary, just let me tell you this. uh, All of us old guys have now anointed you with the responsibility Uh, of keeping wargaming alive through children. It's your job now, Gary. It's your job. Now, to move on, I also received uh, several responses to my review of Tiger Miniatures' selection of Dutch colonials. Here are some of them. Uh, This is Horace in Idaho. He wrote, uh, Scott, why are you picking on Tiger? Their figs are great. Uh, This one from Derek in Mexico, uh, New Mexico. Scott, I have those Tiger Dutch Colonials. Your review was way off. These are fine minis. And this one from Kenny in Ottawa. uh, That's in Canada. You're right, my Duke. Those figures suck. (laughs) No, 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 no. Okay. Look, hey, first off, I'm not picking on Tiger or Tiger Miniatures. Uh, They don't suck. Okay? Furthermore, just to be clear, I have a ton of Tiger Miniatures in my collection, my personal collection, they are really good. I have uh, the Central Asian line, the, the Russian Colonials. Those are really, really good. The Sarbaz, plus uh, all of my scratch-built Zamburaks, the camel guns. They're made with Tiger Miniatures. Uh, they're crouching camels. My Russian camel troops, all of them, figures and camels, all by Tiger. So no, I'm not picking on Tiger Miniatures. And no, they don't suck. Man. Just because I may not like a certain line doesn't mean that I don't respect the sculptor or the company. So you may like them. I don't hate you for that. Good for you. I just didn't like that particular line. But also, I'm a little biased here because that's not a line I'll be playing. Okay, so look, fellow gamer dudes, back up a little. (laughs) All right. Continuing with my October review revolution and my 10 reviews that shook the world... 
I want to tell you about this board game I found. Now, initially, I, I was just going to tell you about this uh, board game, but then when I decided to have a little fun with the whole October review thing, I decided to uh, mix it in uh, to the reviews. Uh, the board game is called Revolution of 1828 from Renegade Game Studios, and it was published in uh, 2019. This board game is based on the presidential election of 1828 between John Quincy Adams and Andrew Jackson. And I'm going to go ahead and read you the game description because they did a really good job breaking it down. And it reads, uh, it is 1828 and time for elections has come around again in this newly formed democracy we call the United States of America. John Quincy Adams and Andrew Jackson are the candidates vying for the people's vote. And for the first time in history, this grand campaign is also fought on the pages of newspapers and the eager public audience. This was an election that found its way into the history books with its unseen ruthlessness and malevolence. This was America's first smear campaign. In this two-player game, you are trying to become the next president of the United States. To reach this lofty goal, each player will try to take election tiles that suit you best and hinder your opponent's campaign. Election tiles allow you to garner the allegiance of electors and use the power of smear campaigns to skew the populace in your favor. If you also use the powerful campaign actions to your advantage and have the press look the other way, nothing should stand in your way. Gain the most votes by the end of the game and you start work as America's seventh president. So I found this, uh, this game, uh, Revolution of 1828, I found it at work, actually, and I saw that, and you know how, how I am. I, I like the 19th century history, and I thought, uh, you know what, what the hell? I paid 13 bucks for it, and that's uh, after my associate discount. Come on now. Come on now. I did check to see if uh, you could pick it up online, and you can. Noble Knight has it for the 20 buck range. Uh, eBay has it uh, for, you know, 20 to 40 bucks in that kind of general area, and Amazon... <laughs> Amazon has it for $27.56, which is a pretty odd price point. Now, uh, when you pick up the game, this is what comes in it. You get 78 election tiles, uh, six figures, 49 vote tokens, one game board, one little bag, and the rule book, which includes a lot of historical background. Let me tell you something about the uh, rule book. Uh, the rule book is thick, and the majority of it, is like historical background. There's like four pages of actual rules. And and don't get excited about the six figures you get. They're not sculpted miniatures. It's not like you're going to get a sculpted miniature, like a Bob Merch miniature of Andrew Jackson or John Quincy Adams. It ain't going to happen. No, these are miniatures that are bland wooden cutouts of bubble people. The other game pieces are sort of medium card stock. Um, it's all right. I, you know, I, when, I, when I sat down, I thought to myself, you know what, this would be great if I had a, a 28 millimeter miniature of a John Quincy Adams to roll around the game board. That would be cool, but no, these little wooden bubble figures, it's sort of, it's sort of the way it is. Anyway, I sat down with it, broke it open, played for a little bit, and then I realized that it was kind of like Monopoly. And, and, you know, the reason I picked it up, because one, it was fairly inexpensive uh, for me with my associate discount. And B, it was 19th century history in the historical realm, so why not, right? Because that's what I'm into. And I was trying to imagine bringing this to a convention for some sort of tournament 
or sitting around with a bunch of buddies over an adult beverage. You know, I even tried to imagine playing this with some heavy-duty medication, and I just couldn't imagine it. No, no. Uh, so uh, if uh, you see this game, uh, sorry, don't don't waste your time, man. I brought it back. I'd have pictures of it to put on the on the Facebook uh, group page, but I took it back and got my money back. It was kind of a waste. I was like, oh man, I just wasted like 13 bucks plus my associate discount. So I took it back. I had the receipt, you know, that's what I did. Uh, I will say that if you're a, if you're a child, if you have a child, it has to do a history report uh, on this time in history, then I'd say, nope, definitely not worth uh, $27.56 on Amazon or even $13 with my associate discount. Somebody might find uh, the revolution of 1828 board game pretty pretty good, but I was not it. I was I don't know, maybe I wasn't the audience. I, f- I figured I would be the audience because I love 19th century history. I, I didn't get into it. Anyway, up next, uh, I'm going to break down our next review as my October review revolution continues with 10 reviews that shook the world. Uh, and in my look at the 1953 Rock Hudson Classic Seminole, that's next on Shot and Shield. This is Shot and Shield. Hi ho, tip, tip, um, your uncle. The Shot and Shield YouTube channel is one of the places you can hear the podcast, but also where you can stay caught up on your favorite 19th century style movies, like the first 14 episodes of the masterpiece theater classic, Sharp, as well as movies I've reviewed on the podcast in a special Shot and Shield Presents playlist. You can also see clips of battles played out from Hollywood and documentaries as well. Go to YouTube, search out Shot and Shield, and subscribe today. Shot and Shield. What are you looking at? It's time for Shot and Shield Movie Review. Thank you for continuing to listen to Shot and Shield, which is brought to you by Dr. Harold's Miniatures and Collectibles. And of course, all this month, October 2023, you can save 20% on your purchase at Dr. Harold's with the promo code SHOT20. You want to visit drherald.myshopify.com, place your order, and use the promo code SHOT20 to get 20% off your purchase. Now, for review number four in my October review revolution and 10 reviews that shook the world, I wanted to take a look at the 1953 Rock Hudson classic. I got to say it like that. Sorry. Uh, Seminole. I've called this council, gentlemen, because the time has come to plan a more definite campaign against the Seminoles. The findings of a patrol action this morning 
have convinced me that Osceola at this moment has neither the warriors nor the weapons to sustain a long campaign. I have therefore decided to move against him with a small detachment immediately. As Osceola sits in his village, he looks on his swamps and his everglades as his silent defenders. He's convinced we can't get through to him. Well, gentlemen, that's exactly what I want him to think. Because a surprise attack now and his capture will completely disorganize the Seminoles before the other tribes and the renegades can join them. This movie does have a lot of stars in it. You got Rock Hudson, he plays Lieutenant Lance Caldwell, an army officer newly arrived back home in Florida from the academy. His love interest, Revere Muldoon, played by Barbara Hale, whose only other role in history has been Della Street on Perry Mason. The immortal Anthony Quinn plays Osceola. He does a great job. I got to give credit where credit's due. He plays a great job as Osceola. Put that out there. Uh, also, the misguided and bigoted Major Deegan is played by played very effectively by Richard Carlson. Uh, this uh, movie also includes a very young Lee Marvin. Uh, he plays uh, Sergeant Magruder. And Faye Roop plays Zachary Taylor because you can't have a historical piece based in 1835 without Zachary Taylor showing up somewhere. Just not happening. Now, the movie starts out with Rock Hudson facing a court-martial for some reason that we don't, you know, we don't know about. The director doesn't tell us about it. Uh, and and I, maybe it's because he wants you to watch the rest of the movie. By direction of the president, I, Colonel Zachary Taylor, call this court-martial to order. Judge Advocate, charge the accused. Second Lieutenant Lance Caldwell, will you please rise? Second Lieutenant Caldwell, you are charged under the Articles of War with direct disobedience of orders, deliberate insubordination, and murder. You've heard the charges, Mr. Caldwell. How do you plead? Guilty or not guilty? Not guilty. Isn't there anything you wish to say in your own behalf? Yes, sir. But I request the court to let me tell it in my own way, just as it happened. Request granted. The reason Rock Hudson is transferred to Fort King was due to his strategic expertise in both the hot, dank Florida swamplands and the local tribe of the Seminole Indians. His information, his expertise on all of that, that's why he was brought there. His new commander, the scheming Major Deegan, is trying to expel the Seminoles from their native lands at all costs. Come here. The South, Lieutenant, ready to be plowed and planted ready to become the agricultural heart of our country, except for certain obstacles. The Cherokees here, the Choctaws here, and the Seminoles here. These Indians live on most of the good land, good land that's going to waste. So the government has decided to send them west into reservations, plenty of food, plenty of water, and a chance to learn what to do with the land. Now, most of the tribes were happy to go, except for a few renegade bands, but not the Seminoles. Only the Seminoles defy my orders. Now, I'm not going to go through and destroy the whole story for you, but I will say this. You really hate Major Deegan in this movie. He is a treacherous jerk. Nice acting job by Richard Carlson. If you can make me hate you, that's a, that's a nice job. Nice job. Applause. Now, the important part. What can we get from this movie to help us in our wargaming? That's why I do these reviews. The U.S. Army uniforms are spot on for the time period. That's... That is really historically accurate. Boom. It's right there. I do have a historical issue, though. Look, I live in Florida. I grew up in Florida. And I can tell you that the, uh, the makeup and the war paint, some of the outfits uh, depicted uh, in this movie as part of the Seminole tribe is just really way off. I think the director 
wasn't thinking historically when he made this movie. I think he was, he thought, well, all Indian tribes are the same, so whatever. And that's that's not not the case. It's just not the case. So that it's kind of a problem. My other problem with this movie, uh, just in general, was the so-called jungle sounds. Really? Like it's Africa? No, it's Florida. Florida don't have that sound. I mean, you have some peacocks that hang around every once in a while. You got a, a panther every once in a while. You got a bear, you know, you, but you don't have like rhinoceroses, you know, making noises. You see what I'm saying? No chimpanzees making the noises. No crazy birds making noises like that. I mean, a flamingo kind of makes a noise, but really? So it kind of, a, it kind of bugged me. And also, you know, when I sat down to watch this, I was really hoping that it would be a, like a great adventure and I'd be able to take a, a lot away from this movie for wargaming, but not so much. I give it uh, two pith helmets on the five pith helmet scale. Not awesome, but not truly horrible. And outside the U.S. Army uniforms uh, for 1835, not much else worked for me at all on this movie. So, uh, and I will, I tried to upload it to the YouTube, but uh, copyright restrictions said no. So you'll have to find it on your own. Just uh, type in uh, 1953 Rock Hudson classic seminal and it'll show up. Uh, somebody has the rights to it already. So I wasn't able to put it on the YouTube channel. Sorry about that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> so that's, that's what I got for the 1953 Rock Hudson uh, movie Seminal. Now, up next, break out your Apple iPhone or your Android because I might have a neat little time-killing game for you next on Shot and Shield. This is Shot and Shield. I hear that conditions in your army are appalling. Well, I'm sorry, but those are my conditions and you'll just have to accept them. Shot and Shield is brought to you by Dr. Harold's Hobby Supplies, a one-stop shop for tools, paint, glue, brushes, wargaming bases, display stands, model trees, static grass, dice, dice trays, and terrain materials, and even some miniatures. New items added every week. Dr. Harold's is a new dropship site and it's growing. See the growth at drherald.myshopify.com. That's drherald.myshopify.com. Dr. Harold's Hobby Supplies, a proud sponsor of Shot and Shield. Hey, what the blazes is this? A podcast dedicated to colonial and 19th century wargaming. All right, Marines. Nice punch. This is Shot and Shield. And shield. Ginger-headed sailor. 
Thank you for continuing to listen to Shot and Shield on any of your podcast apps. Like, uh, let's you got the Apple Podcasts, you got the Ghana, you got Spotify, etc. And I roll on with review number five in my October Review Revolution and 10 reviews that shook the world. And if you're listening on like the Apple Podcast or Spotify, keep your phone out because uh, I'm going to have you go to the App Store on your phone because I found this, this game. It's called Colonies at War. And it's a free download from Wambi PTY Limited Developers. And the description reads like this. Conquer the World, Colonies at War is a game set in the 19th century during the rush by colonial powers to colonize the unknown world. It's a game of building armies and crushing enemies. Pick one of the 28 nations available. Look for the best lands nearby, then send your armies to conquer them. Make allies your friends and war on your enemies. Build your navies to control the seas and become the greatest nation in history. I will say that I have played this game. The I've played every level of this game, and it really is a lot of fun. Uh, for me, when I can't war game or paint, I'm usually trying to figure out how to war game or paint, <laughs> or reading stuff about war gaming or painting. Uh, and this game was uh, kind of a cool little time killer for me. You know, you're in the car, or you're on a bus, or you know, you're at work and you have a few minutes to kill. This is really, really, really cool. Uh, it is best described as the board game Risk with a real map based on real history. And uh, let, me, let me tell you about some of the levels they got. So one of the levels they have is Australia, 1830. It's one of the scenarios. South America, Africa, 1880. Southeast Asia, 1830. North America, 1834. The Crimean War, 1853. The American Civil War, 1861. China's Rebellions, 1856. The Sino-Japanese War of 1894. Then they have a world, an overall worldview. It's a world of 1835, the world of 1861. You have North versus South, 1861. They have one in here called the Warlords of China, 1911. I've played that. That was, that was cool. Uh, German Unification of 1866, the Russo-Japanese War of 1904, and then they have a little piece of, on here about the French, in, uh, French and Indian War. It's a little like developer deal that they added to it, and uh, it's fun. It's fun. I've played every single one of those little scenarios, and uh, it's lots of fun. I, I, you know, I also like that you don't have to play just the European powers because, you, I mean, they, they got England, France, Russia you know, uh, Germany, but they also have the Zulu, the Persians, the Sioux Indian tribes. So you could play those as well. I think I conquered the world with uh, the Zulu, you know, one time I had played. So it was like right on, you know, I, I, I dug that. So I will say that this is an excellent game and I give it uh, many kudos, many kudos as possible. And can I say, I, I'm not just giving it kudos so I can have something here to talk about positively because some of the other, my other reviews haven't been so great. This really was uh, an excellent game. So I give it as many kudos as I possibly can. Now, unfortunately, uh, that's all the time I have for this bonus episode. But please be reminded that Shot and Shield is brought to you by Dr. Harold's Miniatures and Collectibles. All this month, October of 2023, 
you can save 20% on your purchase at Dr. Harold's with the promo code SHOT20. Visit drherald.myshopify.com. That's D-R-H-A-R-O-L-D.myshopify.com. Place your order and use the promo code SHOT20 to get 20% off of your purchase. Now, there will be uh, two other review bonus episodes uh, before the end of the month as my October review revolution and 10 reviews that shook the world hits the halfway point. So you want to be looking out for those. And you've been listening in Araquipa, Peru, Debrecen, Hungary, and Denver, Colorado. Oh, Denver. What are we going to do about our Broncos? Oh. Anyway, regardless, this has been a special edition of Shot and Shield, a podcast dedicated to 19th century wargaming and history, a program meant to be heard while you're painting your miniatures and building your terrain. I have been your host, the Grand Duke Scott of the Duchy of Florida, and I'm out. This has been a production of the Experience 13 Podcast Network. 13! Your electricity.